that kill, you can push that dope. Get yours, get yours, get yours. By any means. You can steer that wheel, hit the gas and go. Get yours, get yours, get yours. By any means. Hey everybody, welcome to the BA Podcast. It's your co-host James with Jake. Hello, James. <clears throat> happy Monday. Yes, happy Monday. Yeah. Uh, how was your weekend? Pretty good. How about you? It's good. It was good. Um, something big happened. Yep, something really big happened this weekend. You've probably all heard of it. Yes. Um, big event. So, yeah, the Sharks beat the Coyotes 3-2 in overtime. It was an OT yes, win. yes, an OT. Yes. Nice win they had there. They played... Considering it was like their first game after the break, I thought they played pretty well. Coyotes actually aren't. All, you look at the Coyotes' record and you think, yeah, they're probably bad. They played well of late. I think they went like six and one before their game against the Sharks. Yep. But the Sharks won three to two. I think. Let me see the stats of it. What happened? As I'm doing that, let's see here. Okay, come on, NHL, show me the fucking. There we go. All right. What the hell? Yahoo.com is pretty bad at finding sports scores. Yeah. You should just type in, uh, type in or something like that. Let's see if it comes up. Well, this is taking forever. There we fucking go. We are there. All right. So in the first period, no goals were scored. Pretty boring first period, actually, if you ask me. Then the second period came, and there was a lot of goals scored in that period. Coyotes, oh, yeah, how many? There was three. Coyotes scored the first. So, Coyotes scored first. I believe it was... I think it was... Yeah, Connor... Con- yeah, Connor Garland scored first to start off the scoring of the game. That was... Uh, that was, I think, his first goal in a while. It doesn't really matter what his goal was, but that was his 10th goal of the year. He's 22 years old, so he's younger than us, making more money than we'll ever see in our life. Kind of depressing there. <laughs> but, yeah, he scored a goal. Uh, that was his 10th of the year. Sharks came back, though, pretty quickly, too. First, yeah. Joe Pavelski scored. I believe that was his – let's see here. Joe Pavelski scored his 28th goal of the season, which leads the Sharks. And I don't know what place that is NHL-wise – but I think it's top 10, I think. Let's see here. It's No, it's not, actually. It's He's tied for 11th with Cam Atkinson, which we'll talk about later, that guy. Yes, 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 yes. He has 28, so Steven Stamkos is 28 as well. But Velsky, though, 34 years old, had a down year last year. He's having an up year this year, which is kind of funny because he's a free agent after this year, which means, of course, he's going to play better his contract year. Uh, he has 28 goals on the year, so he scored. Then quickly after that, Kevin LeBanc scored to make it 2-1 to one Sharks in the first, second period. I believe the LeBanc goal... LeBanc or LeBanc? It's LeBanc. LeBanc or LeBanc? LeBanc. So Kevin LeBanc, uh, he scored his sixth goal of the year. He has 25 assists, 31 points. He's um, basically almost a month older than him, which again... It's depressing because he's making more money than I'll ever see in my life. Yeah, good good for you, dude. So he's doing that. Martin Jones made 31 saves. <laughs> yeah, he did. So that was good. Game one, So that was the second period. Three goals scored. Third period happened. Then I believe with a little under, little, a little more than 10 minutes to go, 
Um, God, I can't pronounce this guy's name. Actually, no, okay. Josh Archibald scored, so I can pronounce that name. But the assist by... So Archibald scored, assist by Mario Kempe. Kempe? Kempe? Yeah, whatever. Kempe is good enough there. So, yeah, that was the regulation. So, we go to overtime, tied 2-2. Three-on-three overtime, for those who don't know, which makes it... A little bit faster. And more entertaining, I believe. So, yeah, so overtime, Brent Burns scored his 10th goal of the season to put the Sharks, to give the Sharks the win. Uh, I believe the assist was by Logan Couture. I think it was, yeah. I'm just looking at the uh, game recap, not box score, because it doesn't have it, apparently. But, yeah, so he scored his 10th goal of the year. Um, in overtime, I believe it was, let's see here, 314 in overtime, so 246 left to go in the game, when left in overtime, right. that is. He scored. Right. The assist was actually by Tomas Hurdle. Tomas! Tomas Hurdle had the assist. And that was his, I believe, his 26th of the year. How many points? Uh, let's go to NHL.com. Let's see. All right, so he has 22 goals, 24 assists, 46 points in 48 games, which is basically a point per game. He missed five games, though, during the year because of an injury back then. But other than that, Tomas Hurdle is this is probably his best all around. This is this is his best year because he always he has the talent, but he always gets injured. So it's kind of right. hard to know. It's kind of like like who's a who's an example of an NBA player who's who you know is good but has trouble staying healthy. I'm trying to think of one. Derrick Rose. Yeah, but Derrick Rose is MVP. This guy's kind of like... Uh, Jabari Parker. He's better than that. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't really have a comparison. It's kind of hard to do a comparison for this. But I guess he's like... Hmm. I mean, you brought it up. You should have had one. I don't have one, actually. But yeah, so he's having a good year. 46, goal, 30, 46 goals, Jesus. 46 points, 48 games. Sharks have eight players of seven players of over 40 points. Leads the NHL. We talked about this. We talked about this before. Uh, but we did, yes. They have depth all throughout the lineup. Trade deadline's coming up. I believe in a couple weeks. It's different than the NBA. Trade deadline for some. Well, that's not for some reason, but. Well, for some reason, it's two different sports, so yeah, I would and they kind of start differently too. Yes. But I think it's around the same time. Yeah, there's no no Sharks rumors of late of who they're going to trade for. They don't really have much to trade for since they traded for Eric Carlson, who missed this game due to an injury. But he should be back during their four-game road trip against all the teams in Canada, or four teams in Canada. I think there's like six or eight. I'm not sure how many teams are in Canada. Canada, Yes. George Kittle was on, George Kittle was on the uh, Canadian NFL Instagram page yesterday. What? And he asked for score predictions, and as we'll get into later, I'm gonna guess no one had that score. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read up everybody's score again, and let's just see how close they were. I don't, I don't think anyone was close for us, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, there was a funny quote today for Cam hey. Atkinson, who I mentioned earlier. Cam Atkinson plays for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, 
as we as we talked about on the podcast before, they have two players who are going to be unrestricted free agents after the season. So they have that kind of tough. They're in that tough spot where do they go for it one more time or do they trade the players and get something back before they leave because they're not going to resign. But that's where they're in. So Cam Atkinson was asked by his reporter, "What does it say most about Artemi Panarin, the free agent we talked about?" that he's been the most productive player the past couple weeks. And Ken Atkinson said, I mean, you should ask him. He speaks English. Hey, Bread, which is a great nickname for a hockey... This is a great nickname throughout anything. He said, hey, Bread, you speak English? And Panarin, who I never, who speaks a little bit of English, said, well, actually, no, who knows English pretty well? He's like, no, I don't know it. There was something else that he said, but I forgot to put it on, and I can't find it now. So Jeez, that was a really long pause. That was very awkward. Yeah. I'm not going to delete it, though, because that takes too much work. That's fine with me. I mean, this is your segment. I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, I don't know why I said he speaks. I kind of fucked up the joke. But yeah, Panarin said no, he doesn't speak English, even though he does. Anyway, moving on. I'm ta- I'm done talking about hockey. Sharks play, though, tomorrow against the Winnipeg Blue Jets. Blue. Winnipeg Jets. They are, I don't have their, NHL network, NHL.com is not working right now, so I don't know the record, but they're, I believe they're the second, have the second most points in the Western Conference. You're talking uh, about the Sharks, or are you talking about someone else? The Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg Jets. Who they play tomorrow. I believe they are, God, what are they, like 34-2-16 and 16 or something? You gotta, you gotta, you flip. You flipped the last two numbers. They're 34, 16, and 2. Oh, I said 34, 12, and 16, or 6? No, you said 34, 2, and 16. Oh, yeah. I'm not, you, just yeah. Them. you just flipped the numbers. I was thinking about soccer, because now in soccer they have win-loss, they have win-tie-loss. Yeah, draw. Uh-huh. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, fucking soccer. Fuckers. But yeah, they're 34, 16, and 2. The Sharks are 30, 16, and 7. The Jets are favored uh, minus 128. And yeah, they play tomorrow. Yes. So yeah, it's a big road trip coming up. Big yes, road yes, trip. yes. So yeah, that's all I have. A to huge hold. one. A huge one. Yeah, yeah let's move on. They're playing um, yeah, they're, some Warriors talk. Yeah, they're playing four of the best teams. But yeah, moving on. Uh, the Warriors are play, played the Lakers on Saturday. Uh, the first. They played the Lakers. Uh, Warriors won 115 to 111. Uh, Clay went off. He had 28-5 and 2. KD had 21-5 and 11. Iggy off the bench had 17-3 and 4. Oh, actually, the score was 115-101. What did I say? 104? 111. 111? Yeah. Uh, fuck. Boogie had a monster dunk that game. It was kind of sick over uh, Kuzma. Yeah, the game was kind of boring before that. Yeah, the game was kind of boring. Uh, some guy was missing. Uh, his name's LeBron James due to uh, "quote unquote" load management, which is an unfortunate term since he came back from a came back. Jesus, since he came back, from, <laughs> since he came from came back from a groin injury, he had to do load management, which is I don't know why that's a thing. You just say he's resting. I don't understand why you just say load management. But anyways, yeah, that's terrible wording by any everyone. By everybody. Who by, by who? Jesus, dude. 
That was just terrible. <laughs> he came back. Wait a minute. <laughs> he had loan management. Pause. But that's what they called it. Even though he just had five weeks off. Apparently needs another day off. Come on. Get over it. So he plays one game and then he gets a day rest, right? That's what happened, right? Yeah, he, played against, he played against the Suns. They struggle because they're not a good team, really. Why did he play two games? No, he played. He only played one. Because he, he, he came back from the Clippers. He played the Clippers. That's the, the Clippers then, yeah. It wasn't the Suns. It was the Clippers. Yeah, okay. I don't know why I got Suns for Oh, I know, I know why. I know why I got Suns. But I got. I know. I got. I know. I know why I got the Suns. Because I saw a report that Lonzo Ball's dad doesn't want to be traded to New Orleans. He wants to be traded to the Suns. So I thought they played the Suns. Right. 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 And also, I like how they think Lonzo Ball has a say in the matter. He doesn't. Uh, But I do feel there might be a third team involved. We just don't know who it's going to be. But we'll talk about that later. But yeah, we'll talk about that later. Well, uh, who, who, who do the Warriors play next? Um, I believe they play the Spurs. I think it is the Spurs. Yes. Um, I think they're at. Uh, yeah, they're in San Antonio, I believe. Let's see. Here. They play Wednesday the sixth. Yep. So they have, I the believe, four four days off. Three days. Yeah. Sunday, Monday, but Tuesday. ESPN. So Spurs. Oh. Uh, okay. The Spurs are 32-22. and 22. The Warriors are currently 37-15. Nice. Yes. And they play the Suns, but that's going to be a win. And they play the Heat, that's going to be a win. And they play the Jazz, that's going to be a win. So I think they're going to go 4-0. Interesting. I'd say they go 3-1. What, what do you have them losing to? Probably the, probably the Heat. The Heat? Uh, I, I Actually, oh. I can see that. An off day and an off day and... Miami Beach. I'm saying Miami. Yeah, exactly. That's. I'll take three. I'll take three and one. Yeah, I might. I might bet on the Heat that game. Three and one. Three and one. Oh, you're gonna bet? Okay. Well, I. I well, I go against that. We're, go, we're going four and zero oh now. Because if you're saying we're gonna go three and one, uh, we're gonna lose to the Heat. We have to go. We have to go opposite. Cause, no, know, I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not picking the Heat to beat the Warriors. I'm picking the Warriors not to win by the point spread that they're going to be up by. Because I think it's going to be. Like, I don't what, know. I don't know, dude. 13? You didn't specify that. So like. What is it going to be? What is it going to be? Yeah, I'm picking the Warriors to win, but not by the point spread. I still, I still think they're going to lose three and one. But yeah, uh, I'd rather add something onto our uh, spreadsheet here. Let's talk about. Uh, well, obviously, because we talked about it last weekend, or our our podcast on Fridays was our college basketball. I'll have, we'll talk about other basketball later, but. Uh, Cal State East Bay has dropped two in a row. They lost to Cal Poly Pomona. Really? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You guys lost at home again. Yeah, not good. Not good. Oh well. So that's two in a row home. You guys were previously nine and zero. You guys lost to, like I said, Cal Poly Pomona, sixty six fifty nine. The St. Mary, Mary's won. They finally uh, wow. got a dub after a while. They played uh, USF. The score was eighty six eighty. Um, Frankie Ferrari, the guy we were talking about before, had 22 points in that game, three rebounds and nine assists. He's a Italiano. Uh, For St. Mary's, Jordan Port had 26, 7, 5. Tenor Krebs, 5, 3, 0. Malik Fitz, forward, had 30 points his career high, eight rebounds and three assists in 37 minutes. Kind of sick. 
Yeah, fuck yourself. Jeez. Just joking. I know some people who go there, and my aunt also went there. But yeah, not a big fan. Go Gales! Yeah, congrats on the win. Yeah, finally. Thank you. It's been it's been a drought for a while, so you know it's not just CW. Hmm. I'm looking at Bovada.com right now. Yeah. I won I won twenty one dollars last yesterday for my bets. Oh, so you won all your bets then, right? No. Oh. I, I lost what the. Did you uh, lose? I got the um, under seven Patriots with a catch. Yes. Got that. I lost the. the under touch- seven players, right? Yeah, I lost the okay, touchdown okay. one where I I thought the number of the guy who scored a touchdown first would be over twenty six. And a half. Oh, it was twenty six. Sonny Michelle. Yeah, I lost that. 26. I did win the national anthem one. That was easy. Didn't win. A, I won like eighty cents on it, so it was not that big. Of a Even game. though there, there was discrepancies with that. Did you yeah, see yeah, the, the tweet? Yeah, yes. one one sportsbook like stopped it after something, or I'm not sure yeah. exactly. So the discrepancy was that Gladys Knight said "brave" twice, which I think one bookie said if she didn't have said that. It would have been under, but because and another person said because she said it, it hit the over. Hmm. So depending on who your bookie is or anything like that, they you know they might have they might have fucked you over. Yeah, they might have fucked you over. But uh, yeah, that was a discrepancy with that one. What else did you bet on? Um, I also I did a bet on the uh, Thunder game. Oh, okay, Thunder versus. Uh, I got the over, Toronto? yeah. No, th- Thunder right. against the no, Celtics. Celtics. Thunder versus Celtics. Yes. I, I got the over of two twenty eight. Got that. I picked them to win by four, or I think that's how it works. Yeah, pick them to win by four. They lost yeah. by five. Oh shit! So I missed that. Then I think I missed. What was it? It was the over. The spread. Well, then I lost. Then I picked the Thunder to win, like outright too. So yep. I lost that. They lost by what? Double digits, right? Like eleven points or something like that. I think it was five, actually. Was it like it was pretty high scoring game. It was like one twenty one. Yeah, it was. Like it was that, right? like ridiculously high. I think it was one thirty two, one twenty eight, one thirty four, one twenty nine. Okay, so yeah, five points. Yeah. Now I I won twenty one bucks. Now should I? Withdraw or bet on a game today, like the Knicks or like the Raptors playing the Sixers. Raptors are a four and a half point underdog. I put twenty down on them. They went outright. I wonder how much that would make. How much I would get for that? Today, what game were you talking about? Uh, Raptors Sixers. That's weird. I don't have it online. Wait, today's the fifth, right? Oh, no, the today's, fourth. Today's the fourth. Yeah. That's why. It's hot. You have games: Hawks, Wizards, Nuggets, Pistons, Bucks, Nets, Pacers, Pelicans, Rockets, Suns, Spurs, and Kings. Hmm. hmm. Let me see how much you should, be, you should bet on the Bucks Nets game. That game's at four thirty, though. Bucks Nets. Hmm. Yeah, but I want to pick a or Spurs Kings. The spread is minus one and a half, and the over under is two hundred twenty nine and a half. Hmm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. What? That's... I don't know. There's a couple games that you could bet on today. I don't know. What What does plus 165 mean? That's... uh, If they have the plus in front of them, they are the underdog. 
if they have the minus to them, they are the favorite. Hmm. Well, I might do a uh, a two team parlay. Oh, you could do that. If I get that, I win sixty three fifty. I you I, won't. I you won't. It's this. It's Raptors money what games, line. What games do you want to do? It's a Raptors money line. The point spread and the over two twenty eight. Oh, I don't know. But it's the fifth. Hmm. I wonder if I should do that. What do you think? What games again, Sam? Raptors at 76ers. What day are you looking at? The fifth. So tomorrow. So tomorrow? Yeah. Raptors and Sixers and who else? No, Raptors versus Sixers. That's the game. Oh, you're not going to do parlay. You're only going to do the, that game. No, no, it means like two team parlay. It's like it says the over two twenty eight, the money line, and them winning. Wait, the point spread, the money line, them winning. If I do all three of those and risk six bucks, which is eighteen, I would win sixty three point five or sixty three dollars fifty cents. Do it, do it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I do it. Do it. Do that game. I'm gonna do it. Do it. Raptors. I'd risk. Shout out to Bavada. Yeah, shout out to Bavada. Yeah, you're welcome. What do you mean? I'm just the one who told you to go bet. Let's see their last meetings and see if they got over 228. Oh. Got 227 there. And they got 215. Hmm, shit. You won't hit the under. You won't say under. You know what? I'm going to do the under. I hope they hit the over. Why don't you be like... <laughs> Why don't you be like 250? 160 to... <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but yeah. Um, let's talk about some basketball news while Jake goes over his bets. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to bet that, actually. Um... So after the Lakers Warriors game, there was a uh, some big uh, trouble going on in <laughs> in the locker room. Yeah, the trio uh, of knuckleheads, veterans, veterans, Javale McGee, Jesus. Michael Beasley, and who, there's another person, Lance, Lance Stevenson. Stevenson. No, the, Lance was not part of it. No, he was. No, he wasn't. It said he wasn't part of it. Rajon Rondo wasn't part of it. Part of it. No, Lance Stevenson wasn't part of it. Well, I'm it doesn't re- matter. Some. Uh, some of the veterans were part what? of were heating up talking to uh, Luke Wallen and they had to be separated before quote unquote got physical pause what um <laughs> got physical pause Jesus Christ dude listen why did they I don't understand why Sham said Lance Stevenson was in it hmm that's weird I wonder. I wonder who. I wonder who leaked that. <coughs> LeBron. <laughs> what? Who said that? Who Lebr- said that? LeBron's. I'm who getting. Said that? I'm getting so who sick. Of, I'm getting so sick of LeBron. Everywhere he goes, it's never his fault. 
It's the coach's fault. It's we don't have enough players. He never takes responsibility for what happens where he is at. And also, who's shocked that this happened? You see your I'm names. Not shocked. You see your names constantly in rumors. You're signing the one-year deals. Of course, something's gonna blow up like this. I mean, what did they expect? What did they expect? I'm just so sick of God. Michael Beasley and JaVale McGee have the audacity. Michael Beasley and JaVale McGee before Michael Beasley has been labeled what? A loser? I'm not saying loser like, you know, like loser basketball wise. Like he's seen as like a joke. JaVale McGee before he got to the Warriors was a joke. It was out of the NBA. And they have the audacity <laughs> the audacity of them. The clash with their head coach. If I'm the Lakers, Michael and Beasley and JaVale McGee, like if I'm Luke Walton, I'm like, are you kidding me? Beasley, you've been a more you've been on more team you're known more for smoking weed than playing basketball. JaVale McGee, you're <laughs> more known for being on Shaq than a fool for playing basketball. <laughs> I, if I was Luke Walton, I'd be like, you know what? Shut the hell up. I'm not listening to you two clowns. If I was, if I was, you know, if I'm, if I'm Luke Walton, I'm cutting him right now. Yeah, that's funny. Look, I, I, it's like I have no time for this. Who, who is Michael Beasley or Javale McGee? Javale McGee is was a loser his whole entire career. Goes for the goes to the Warriors, gets lucky to go there, gets lucky, wins two rings, and what he thinks he's like Magic Johnson now. And speak, and you, know, and speak, and speaking of Magic Johnson too, this guy. Skating by, no issues at all. It's more. Oh, it's Luke Walton's fault. Magic Johnson's supposed to get Kawhi Leonard last year, didn't. Supposed to get AD this year. He's probably not gonna get him either because they have trash. They have crap players they're trying to trade for. They're doing that. They're doing that damn sports radio thing. Like we'll trade you everyone we have for AD. If you're like, we don't want your, we don't, we don't want any of those players. Lonzo Ball is a Lonzo Ball is a worst is a worse Austin Rivers. Kyle Kuzma is a he's not that bad. Is a he's lesser vert is like he, Kyle Kuzma's all right. He's not the star that's going to tr- change your franchise. No, Brandon Ingram isn't the star that's going to change their franchise. None of them are stars going to change their franchise. These players aren't good. Okay, okay, they're good. They're not as good as what the media is making them seem to be. Yeah, ESPN. Is saying that KSPN, ESPN, the Clutch ESPN Sports wants Network, this trade to happen so bad. It's, it, they no, want Lakers Pelicans trade like right now. I, I'm not calling ESPN ESPN anymore. They're KSPN now to me. They're KSPN Clutch Sports. <laughs> What's the P in ESPN? Oh, the Clutch P? Sports News Programming. That's what the new thing is called now. <laughs> They're not Entertainment Sports Programming Network or the hell it is. They're KSPN. Everywhere you look, Tracy McGrady cries all the time because his bum ass wasn't good enough to lead a team to anything. He had to go to China to win a championship, and I don't think he even won there. He's crying about, it's not fair that the Warriors have all these players. It's so not fair. Tracy, if you were in this situation, you would come to the Warriors immediately. So don't act like you're some like, some, like angel who would never do this. The only one, the only one at ESPN I like is Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen can talk. Because you know what? He was a damn good player who 
the two years when Michael Jordan didn't play for them, they actually got pretty good. They actually went pretty. I'm not sure how far they went in the playoffs, but they got to the playoffs. He led them to the I'm playoffs. Sure to, I'm pretty sure they went to Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, Scottie Pippen. He they can did. talk. Scottie Pippen can talk. He can say what he wants because you know he's one of the best players ever. Tracy McGrady. I have no time for you. Paul Pierce too. No time for you. Even though Paul Pierce actually, when he first started ESPN or KSPN. He was he was against the Warriors a lot because Draymond Green basically ended his career trash talking wise. But now you see him like <laughs> now you see Paul Pierce is like you know what I respect the Warriors like I understand why it's not their fault all these teams haven't done anything uh, can't build teams it's not it's not the Warriors' fault the Knicks trade Kristaps Porzingis for this pipe dream of getting KD and Ky- Kyrie which they're never gonna get because the New York Knicks they never got stars at all. They've gotten stars. LOL. Who? Stephon Marbury. Stephon is a star in China, which Tracy McGrady could not be because Tracy McGrady is not an elite player, apparently. Tracy McGr- I'm, I'm tired of Tracy McGrady. KSBN is going to be annoyed. And Magic, as I said earlier, Magic Johnson skating by since he's Magic Johnson. But that's the only reason why he's Magic. That's the only reason why you've seen no criticism of Magic, jo- Magic Johnson. Everyone's like, oh, he got LeBron. LeBron was going there anyway. It wasn't that big of a great get by Magic Johnson. Magic got LeBron. LeBron came there to make movies and maybe play basketball a little bit. That's what he came to L.A. for. And also, here's news about... Back to Michael Beasley. I know I'm all over the place, but I'm just so heated about Michael Beasley and JaVale McGee having the audacity to do this. Beasley, according to this article I'm reading... Beasley, who's yes. also clashed with Walton, who also who also clashed with Walton last month. This isn't the first time. This is the second time this happened. Repeatedly referred to his coach as bro, which Walton took exception to. The conversation was described as tense, but it died down quickly because everybody else is like, Beasley, shut the hell up. You're nothing. You're not. You're not a great player. You're a borderline one of the biggest busts in NBA history. They're like, you know what, Beasley, just shut up. Don't talk. And of course, you know, you know what. I'm going to apologize to Lance Stevenson. I'm going to apologize to him. It's not his fault Shams put him in that damn article. I told you. Stevenson, I told you. you. Know I like Lance Stevenson. You know why? Because I, I bet if you get him in deep introspection about things, he would realize, yeah, you know what? I'm not the greatest player ever. I just like having fun. He's having fun. And there's times where he's actually pretty good. Like, there's... there's Like, every time he makes the three, does that air guitar thing. Like, that's funny. Yeah. Like, there's times where he's not a bad player. But JaVale McGee and Michael Beasley, again, do they have the audacity, the audacity to be mad at what their coach is saying, telling them not to be, telling them to be less, like, less selfish? JaVale McGee during that game shot a three-pointer. JaVale McGee shot a three. It's cute when you're doing that for the Warriors and you're up by 30. It's not cute when you're on the Lakers and you're not, and you're like, what, like, he's probably, what, their fifth best player? Who, JaVale? JaVale. You think he's their best best player? I don't think so. I mean, they don't have they don't have much. Obviously LeBron. You know, he's averaging ten and seven this year. Brandon Ingram. His shooting percentage is fifty nine percent. I'd rather have Zubak in there than JaVale McGee. Oh yeah, Zubak. Also, Magic Johnson said Zubak reminds me of Marcus Soul. Let's slow down. No, you're saying Magic Johnson or you Mark Jackson? Mark, Mark Jackson. Jackson said that. Mark Jackson yeah. said, Zubak reminds me of a young Marcus Soule. Let's slow down. Marcus Soule, <laughs> let's just slow down. Marcus Soule, you remember Marcus Soule when he was younger, right? 
a stud. Can yes. pass, can shoot. He's now have a three. He now has a three point game in him. Can make plays down on the block. Zubosh can't. Zubak is not close to the passer he is. He now, he could be in time. This is what a second year or something. He could be like a Marcus in time. But to say that he reminds you of Marcus right now, what are you talking about, Mark Jackson? Mark Jackson said also said that. The Pelicans should have accepted that first trade offer the Lakers sent to them. What a joke. You know why he said that? Because LeBron James wants him to be coach for some reason. Even though Mark Jackson was a complete... Okay, Mark Jackson was... Actually, you know what? I'm going to say it. Mark Jackson... Actually, now he wasn't a complete failure. He was a good coach. Just wasn't... He was one of those coaches where... You know how the... uh, How the... um, Like the Bucks a couple years ago had Jason Kidd as their coach? Yes, yes, like he yes. got him to a point. He got him to a point where they were a good team, but he wasn't able to get him over the hump because he wasn't a yes. great. He wasn't like a great X's and O guy. He's a good motivator who can like get your team going. That's what Mark Jackson was, because if you look at those Warriors teams, the Warriors team should have been much better than what they were when they had. Should have been much better than what they were with when they had Mark Jackson as coach. You're not lying. I mean, they had they had they had the same players, even though yes. Draymond Green got put in the starting line because David Lee had an injury and made him, you know, that's what Draymond Green took off. Yeah. Like, that helped. But Mark Jackson, I mean, he said yes to that because LeBron wants him as coach, and he's trying to be buddies of LeBron to get that coaching job. Yeah, I believe it. That's what I'm thinking. Because every year, with Mag- every year of LeBron James, you see this, every no, not every year, every first year on a new team he goes to, the Heat, Cavs again, the Lakers. You always hear someone just has to get fired. So yes, yeah, some coach has to get fired. It's not perfect. It's not good enough for LeBron. He's not the he's not the right fit. Not the blah, right. Blah 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 blah. He's trying to get Eric Spolstra fired. Eric Spolstra is a damn good coach. A damn he's good coach. Good coach. Yeah. The fuck. David Blatt had no chance when he was there his first year with LeBron. I can't believe he they they had like forty one wins. And then they fucking fired him. No, they they went to the finals that year. That's like, yeah, they went to the finals that year. Yes. David Blatt, David okay, David Blatt wasn't the greatest coach, but you look at his history in Europe. He was the like during that year. During that year, he was the best. Like he was the best available coach during that year because Derek Fisher got the job of New York, who hadn't coached before. Steve Kerr was a GM, but he hadn't coached before either. So, you know. David Blatt was the best coach, like the best the best available coach then, at that time, like. But it just didn't work with Le- with LeBron because it wasn't perfect enough. So he wanted that gone. Then he got then he. Then he went back to Europe. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he went back to Europe. I think yeah. But then LeBron, his first year here in Lakers, is trying to get Luke Walton fired. Even though it's not Luke F- Walton's fault that Magic Johnson, Rob Palenka can't build a team correctly. So you know what? Let's get the four most dysfunctional players in the NBA, put them on one team of LeBron, and see what happens. It was a ploy to get Luke Walton fired from the start, is what I think. Really? That's a conspiracy. You don't sign Michael Beasley, JaVale McGee, Rajon Ronda, who's the ultimate coach killer, and Lance Stevenson to one-year deals when you're doing all the, when you have these thoughts of doing these super teams that will never come to fruition because Matt Johnson can't get the job done apparently because he's trying to you know he's trying I give him credit 
I know I'm, I know I'm killing Magic Johnson. I know I'm going on this long rant. I'm basically tired right now. But Magic Johnson's trying. It's just it's just he has, the players they have aren't that good. They like, just are not. No, they're absolutely not. Let me rephrase that. They're good players. However, they're not good enough where you trade Anthony Davis for all these players. Yeah, there's there should be no one in hell who would ship all those players and they would ship them eighty. There's just no way. No. It's like But the thing is but the thing is, it's gonna happen. I don't know actually. I think I think it's I think it's gonna happen. I actually I actually we said this on the last episode. Yeah, I'm done with my rant. I believe that was a pretty good rant though. What do you think? Solid rant there, but go on, yes. Yeah, so I I actually have a we said this on the last podcast with uh Podcast. With you, me, Daniel Freeberg was here. Didn't say anything, but he was here listening. Saw what we saw how we do things. He was impressed. Yes. He texted me. He's like, "I was fun watching you see what you do." I was like, "Thank you." He Thank was here. Appreciate you. Your friend and my boy and my boy Justin Samer. Justin. Yes. Justin. Yes, Justin. Justin. He was on. We said well, what teams we think he could be traded to for AD. So, tell him. Tell him. Tell him. I said two. T- I well, I think I said three teams. We obviously we obviously went with what was being said. The Lakers, the Knicks. Who yeah, else did we say? I said the Bucks. We had we had one more. I forget. That. And I think no, I think I said three. I said the Bucks, the Los. Did you say Raptors? Yeah, Bucks, Raptors, and Kings. Oh yeah, you said Kings. That was your last one. Yeah, that last was the one. Then, yeah. I re- then I quickly realized. Yeah, yeah, probably not. But yeah, but the Kings. Yeah, exactly. But yes, today, today. AD uh, gives uh, what his agent four teams that he would consider if he signing were, to be traded to them. He would re-sign long term with them: Lakers, Clippers, Knicks. Yeah, but I don't think Bucks. That, I don't think that. Yeah, those are the four teams. You can already cross out the Knicks because they don't really have unless they offer their first pick, which they're probably going to get a top lottery pick. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're going to get Zion. Like they could offer that. I'll probably get it done, but you don't know what will happen during the lottery. It's kind of weird like that. Exactly, yeah. That's just the only thing, yeah. The Raptors, like, I have an idea. Like, I have a, I have an idea of, like, actually, we'll talk about that later. But to me, the Clippers, though, are interesting because there's nothing more. Me too. I, I feel like it's a weird, not necessarily weird, but, I mean, it's just another, who doesn't want to go to L.A.? You, mean, <laughs> you, know? you know who they have there, right? Who? Jerry West. Right. He got Shaq to go from the Magic to the Lakers back in the 1990s. He helped get KD to the Warriors. He's one of the best. Can, exec- he, won- can he get it done? I just, I just don't know if they have the players, though. I don't think they do, dude. Who have? Tobias Harris. Um, that, I mean, Tobias Harris is dude. a good player. Well, not Boban. Yeah. Boban? Yeah, Boban. Uh, who else do they have? Uh... Bradley Beal. No, yeah. Avery Bradley, sorry. Avery Bradley. Uh, who else is there? Fuck. They have Montrezl Harrell, I think is his name. Danilo Gallinari. Danilo Gallinari. I just don't know what like assets they have to trade, really. Yeah, I don't know either. So I'd, It'll be tough for them to get... I think it'll be tough for the Killabers to do it. The Raptors... What, the Raptors weren't in his top... Four teams, though. 
So Jake. Lou Williams, Tobias Harris, Montrez Harrell, Pat Pat Bev, Avery Bradley, Luka Mbogte. Mbogte. Yeah, um, Luka Mbogte. Yeah, I, I literally don't know how to say his name. Shy Gil- Gilligas Alexander? Hmm. I st- I, it'll be tough for them to get him. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Now, I, I just don't know how they get a good enough trade package that will compel the Pelicans to, to take him. Now, here's where my there's, here's where my Kings take comes in. Oh, let me look at the Raptors roster. Let, let's, let's talk about the Raptors first. All right. I mean, obviously you have Kawhi, you have Kyrie Lowry there. I, I'm pretty sure you keep you keep those guys. I know what they could do. People you would ship out, I think. Valanciunas has to be one of those guys. I, I I agree with that. Right? And then maybe Danny Green? I, oh, God. I, I think the Pelicans, will, the, uh, Pel- the Pelicans will want younger players, though. Here's what I think they might do. I think this could get good. it done, actually. Valis- Go ahead. Val Valanciunas, yes. Valanciunas, Pascal Siakam, uh-huh. Fred Van, and a Fred Van Fleet and a first round pick, that could get it done. Pascal Siakam in the first round. Pascal Siakam was a was Siakam was not that bad. He was Siakam a borderline all star. He was a he was an all star this year. He should have been on the all star team. Not that bad. He's pretty good. He's better than anything the Lakers have right now. I mean, you never know. As I said earlier, as I killed their their offer for you know trying to trade Kuzma, you never know. Kuzma could be or Bennett Ingram or Ball even. They could be. Yeah. They could have like that you know D'Angelo Russell type thing where once they get away, like the Lakers may not be the best fit for them. Go to a different team, no pressure. As what happened to D'Angelo Russell, he became All Star this year. That could happen. Exactly. Yeah. It's unlikely. It's like a change of scenery or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. It's unlikely, but. That, it's unlucky that could happen with you know, the Lakers. But with Pascal Siakam, he was a base. He was a borderline All Star this year. Now, of course, the Eastern Conference is pretty weak, All Star wise. But he's a good player. Fred Van Fleet is a good backup guard on a good team. If he starts somewhere, he's going to be good. Valanciunas, 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 good. Yeah, good. he's a good solid center. So that could good get solid it done. Center, yes. Uh, of those four teams, that could be like. Well, actually, no. Because we haven't talked about the Bucks, what the Bucks could do. Because I think the Bucks could blow that out of the water, really. Yeah. But let's, yeah. Let's move on. Let's talk about the, your Kings theory. But wait, I'm not I'm done with the Raptors. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not I'm done like, with the oh, Raptors. You're still on Toronto? Yeah. Valanciunas is a good center. I think he has a couple years left on his contract. Not terrible numbers. But you're basically getting, you're basically doing that trade for Siakam and Fred Van Fleet, which isn't bad to me. I like it. But not to my Kings take. Here's why I think the Kings, they probably won't Darren, do this. I would say the only person they would not trade is De'Aaron Fox. Here's here's what I'm thinking, though. Marvin Bagley Jr., like a mix of Justin Jackson, maybe Nemanja. What's that one guy they have? Marvin Bagley, Justin Jackson, and Willie Clausey Stein. I think it could. I think they could get... I mean, if if, if you want the best player in all these trades... Who you're able can who you can have and keep long term have like control over. They probably they won't do this, 
But they like you want someone like a De'Aaron Fox if you're gonna trade AD. Yeah, true, but I just don't. Yeah, yeah. it's it's not gonna happen. But you don't want like Alonzo Ball, who's proven he's not really he's not a good like he's not a good pro right now. Now I mean he went ten seven seven last year, but I mean this year I don't don't really know. In I mean in time he could be good, but there's just so much headaches around him with his dad. You know his dad saying he doesn't want to go to he doesn't want to go to. The Pelicans wants to go to Phoenix. Like he has a choice in the damn matter. He doesn't. But they have, they have what the what the Pelicans should be looking for. They have, I believe, they have a first round pick in the like. They have a good first round pick this year because of a trade they did. They have yeah. that. You offer this would get it done. It won't happen as we said, but this will get it done. If you put De'Aaron Fox in that and like a, you know, a Willie Cauley Stein or a, or a um, Marvin Bagley. Like you were saying? Yeah, or even a Harry Giles. I believe he's on... Yeah, Harry Giles, right? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, he's on here. Yeah, if you do it, Fox. Fox, hmm. Harry Giles, Willie Quasi Stein, and Marvin Bagley. And a first-rounder. That's that, that, that's too much, though, for me. But I think De'Aaron Fox and Giles and a first-rounder, that's the best package they can get. Uh, I, I think they have to send Willie Quasi Stein with them. Darren Fox, Harry Giles, Willie Clarkson, first round pick. Yeah, that that would get it. That's be, that's much better than the Lakers offer. I mean, apparently the Lakers think if you add more to the offer, it's going to be a better offer. That's not how it right, works. Because today they said they 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 reoffered, right? They they did the original, but they added two more players. They added Brendan Ingram, like I said, they should have in the first time, and they added Rajon Rondo. So yeah, so now the what's the new offer? It's Rondo. I just said I just said it. That's I the just new, said it. No, but they they asked for more. I I literally just said I literally said they added two more players to the offer. Were you not listening? Yeah, I but said, those might not they know. Said the first offer plus two more players is their second offer. Who I just mentioned. Those might not. Those Brandon might. Ingram. Hey. And Rajon Rondo. Those people might not know what their first offer was though. Dear fucking lord, who cares? We fucking said it the first podcast. Last week. Not everyone listens to us. Well, fuck, dude. I'm not going to say it fucking twice. I don't give a I'll shit. I'll say it. Here's what the new offer is, apparently. We have no... Jesus, fuck. We have no, tr- we have no proof that this is true or not. Because, obviously, I think half the stuff we hear from the media is just made up anyway to get the better deal. But here's what the Lakers are willing to surrender, apparently. Lonzo Ball, for those who don't know. Lonzo <laughs> Ball, Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Rajon Rondo, M- Michael Beasley... Lance Stevenson and two first round picks for Anthony Davis and Solomon Hill. All right, they added three more players. Lance Stevenson was another one. I gu- I'm guessing they offered those because they have expiring contracts. Beasley, Lance, and Rondo, Beasley, Lance have expiring contracts. The two first round picks don't really mean anything if you're a good team. They're going to be low in the 20s, like near like 25, 30. And the. Odds of finding a player like that is very low. I mean, of course, there's like, what's the word? There's um, not differences. There's outlier outliers where you could find like a Rudy Go Rudy Gobert, a Draymond Green, like a Nikola Jokic. Like you can find people down there low in the draft, but the two first round picks don't really mean anything. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, but it's like when uh, adding more, uh, adding more to a 
to an okay, like, adding more things to a deal, like, add, yeah, adding more things to a deal doesn't make it a better deal. Especially for, who, who if they do this trade, who the hell are they going to have play for them? Nobody. They'd That's be, six players on their six roster for two. willing to give up for two other guys. What are you going to do, call up the D-League, the G-League team? I just don't know how, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to give up. That's a, that, yeah, that's a lot of fucking players they're sending away. Now, it's a lot in numbers. Is it a lot in actual talent? We don't know yet. I mean, to the Lakers, it seems like it is. <laughs> to the Lakers, yeah, they're like, okay, screw it. We don't care. We'll have AD and LeBron. And I'm, I'm guessing they're going to think in the offseason, they can probably, as, the, as you see with the Warriors, they're able to get veteran players who, are, who should be getting higher, higher paid, but they want to win. So they'll come there for a little less to win. We could see that happen. But I just don't... I would not take this deal if I was the Pelicans. For the all the Lakers stuff, I would not take it. Jesus Christ. It, that's... I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really... I mean, fuck, man. God, dude. Six players for two players. You're missing spots in your lineup. And holy crap, I'm looking at the fucking Los Angeles. I'm looking at the Lakers like other players. KCP, Josh Hart. Clutch Sports, KCP. That's why he's not been in these deals, apparently. Excuse me? Say it again? You know, uh, Clutch Sports is like LeBron's yes. agent. Yes, thing. I know that. Yes. Yeah, so like he's part of Clutch Sports, KCP. So so that's, he's untouchable. So that's why they're not putting him in, in trades, any trades. Untouchable. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't add Mo Wagner, especially because he played last game too. I mean, you have you have to have you have to keep some players. I mean, Jesus. I mean, they could have added him instead and kept Lance Stevenson. I didn't think Lance Stevenson was going to get traded either. I think they're. I think they're only do. I think well now since this report came out with Beasley and maybe they want to get shipped out now. Maybe they just want to leave because Lance Stevenson. I mean, come on, that's not something you want. That's just like plus if they get him, they probably just buy him out. They probably buy out Rondo Beasley and Lance Stevenson. Maybe that's what they might do. But what's the even? What's the fucking twenty even sending them? I don't know. It's just I don't know, man. It's 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 getting out of hand. I mean, they have what three more days to get it done. Obviously, the trade deadline. I think the point is this on Thursday. So I think the I think why the Pelicans might do this for Rondo Beasley and Lance Stevenson is that you get them on your books. But since they're expiring contracts, they leave. You get that cap space, which means you have more cap space. But no one's going to sign for the Pistons. No one's going to sign the Pistons. No one's going to sign with the Pelicans when they're rebuilding. Don't have Anthony Davis. Like ruin, like ruin his seven, his first seven years of his career. Like they're yeah. not going to do that trade. I don't, like they're not. Free agents aren't going to sign there. So I mean, that's kind of. I, mean, I understand. That's kind of iffy. I understand why the Lakers are doing it. Is someone calling you? I'm getting beeps. No, that was. That was my, uh... You took a screenshot? It said you took a screenshot. Yeah, I, I took a... accidentally pressed screenshot. But yeah, so... Otherwise, I was saying... I understand why the Lakers are doing this, though. Because you, you give up all these players in a heartbeat for Anthony Davis. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I mean like, if you're a team like the Lakers and you want to get better by shipping all your players away and getting... Obviously, like I said, I was telling you guys, you and Trent, a top-five player in the NBA, I mean, yeah, granted... Everybody's open to getting traded. I mean, shit. There is, there is. AD. Yeah, yeah. Anyone's anyone's available to be traded at any time. Yeah. No one's untradeable. I don't think. 
obviously here, obviously they're not gonna, they're not gonna send LeBron like you said KCP. Everybody else is available to get traded. If I'm the Pelicans, yeah. I'm asking for LeBron. I'm like we want LeBron. <laughs> we're not training LeBron. We're not. Tra- we're not training LeBron. Well, I guess you're not getting Anthony Davis then. You play hardball. We want LeBron or no Anthony Davis. That's what I would do. Just be a complete dick about it to Magic Johnson. Oh, all right. We'll do. We'll trade you Anthony Davis. Magic Johnson's like, oh, really? For what? Yeah. Um, we need LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. LeBron. Huh? We're not doing that. Well, I guess you're not getting Anthony Davis then. <laughs> Sorry. God, again, Lonzo Ball, Roger Rondo, Brandon Ingram. It wasn't available in the first offer. Kyle Kuzma, Michael Beasley. They added Lance Stevenson. Two first-round picks for Anthony Davis. Two first-round picks. And Solomon Hill, who's actually... I don't know if he's a good player bad. or not. Let me he's, see. He's, he's, a, he's a good role player. Solid role player. The best... The, the, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Oh, Jesus. He's actually not that good this Jesus. year. <laughs> Not that good. Solomon Solomon Hill is not good this year. Thirty eight percent field goal, twenty eight percent from three, sixty eight percent from the free throw line. E. I think his contract's right, pretty the, bad. What too. about the Bucks though? Let's look at the Bucks roster. If you want to, if you want to, if you want, if you want the best role player, you trade. You do. If I'm the league, if like if the Pelicans want the best role, role player in this deal, you trade for Chris Middleton. So now we're, we're on to Pelicans and Bucks now, right? Yes, Chris Middleton's on the Bucks. Yes, I know that. Yes, I'm saying if you want the best role player in this deal, you trade for Chris Middleton. Yes, he has to be part of it. You know, he's a free agent at the end of the year, which may make it tough. But maybe you want that cap space, yeah. I don't know. But I guess like a way you can do the deal is for this. Let's say if you want to make the salaries work, I guess. You may have to offer an Eric Bledsoe, like Eric. Be- I, was say, I would say I'm thinking Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, Malcolm Brogdon. Hmm, that's that's, that's, that's interesting. I have a different idea. I think it could like here's the deal. Like I think may happen. Well, I'm not sure if it's gonna happen or not. But Bledsoe, or maybe actually let's take Bledsoe out of it for a minute. Chris Middleton. Making thirteen million a year this year. You do that. You put Middleton. You package Middleton, Brogdon, Thon Maker wants to be traded. You package those three. Maybe a Dante DiVincenzo if you have to, or a Pat Connington, and see if that would work. But I think for that trade to work, they would because the Bucks. The Bucks have good players. They just don't have a like that, like a like a lot like what the Lakers are offering. Yeah, yeah, they don't. Like, but they oh, have. Yeah, they don't. You can offer Middleton, who's a free agent, maybe tough. Middleton, Maker, Brogdon, and maybe a Tony, maybe a Ursan Ilyasova or something, just to make the money work. Yeah, Ur- Ursan, yeah, Ursan, yeah. I mean, it is. These, it, 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 the Bucks are one of the teams who AD would like sign, resign with. I mean, Giannis and Giannis and AD. That's pretty good. That's that's that is solid. Holy. Holy hell. And they're both what? Giannis is 24. AD's what? Like 25? 24, 25, 26? Something like that. Like, that's a good one, too. Because people, people are going to be doing this. Because the Warriors, you know, and we don't have no idea how much longer they have to be up top. So the team's like, if you put Giannis yeah. and AD and you can get AD to resign, then you do that. Everyone for the Bucks should be available except for Giannis. Everyone else, 
if you want. You're available. Everyone Sorry. else is available. Maybe not. Maybe because you would have to trade just to make the money work. You'd have to trade Middleton at least Middleton or Bledsoe. Bledsoe's making fifteen million. Middleton's making thirteen. You have to trade one of those twos two to make the money work. But then you add the Sweden. You add like a Malcolm Brogdon, like a right, like a Tony Snell, like a Chris Middleton. That could get the jo- could get the deal done. We just don't know until we see. We won't know what will happen until after the trading deadline, obviously. But right, it's going right. to be interesting to see what happens if the Pelicans decide to keep him. Pelicans decide to wait till the off season so they can trade him to the Celtics to get like a Celtics, Jason Tatum, like a Jason Tatum, a Jabari Brown, not Jabari Brown. What's his name? Jason Tatum, a Jalen Brown. Jalen yeah. Brown. Jabari Bird is on there, but he's like not playing. But yeah, if you you would have to get like would they tra- yeah as I said would they train before the deadline would they wait till the off season to get one of the Celtics players young players that they have even though they even though that would be really risky because AD's dad AD's dad said that he wouldn't resign there and apparently from what we learned today that D- Davis's camp informed the Pelicans he'd be willing to resign with four teams if he get traded to them and they're not on that list maybe that's why maybe that's why they probably won't do that deal. But you don't. You don't. I'm looking at this right now. I'm looking at this tweet right now. You know how we were saying that KCP is like off limits. Yeah. It's saying uh, Jabari Parker could be a Laker within a few days as LA looks to swap KCP. Jabari Parker. Parker, yeah, from Chicago Bulls. Why would they do? Oh, maybe. What? Why would they do? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know why they would do that. I I don't know. Actually, that's that's kind of weird. Well, I guess. Yeah, I think. No, they they both have one year deals. Oh, I guess they're not gonna get. Looks like they're not. They're moving off from AD already. That's that makes no sense. <laughs> that was that was fifteen minutes ago, according to uh, Bleacher Report NBA on Twitter. Bleacher Report. Let me look it up. Bleacher Report NBA on Twitter. Yes. Jabari Parker could be a Laker within the next few days as LA looks to swap KCP. Per. Brian Windhorse. Verified account. That trade makes... I don't understand... I don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Yeah, I don't know, man. That's... That's that's stupid. Like, I don't even know the rationale of that. Maybe the Pelicans say, hey, we need Jabari Barker or something. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, is is Jabari Parker? Let's see. I think is Jabari Parker. Uh, is this agent clutch. Let's see. I have no idea. Because if his if his agents Rich Paul, then that's why they're saying it. But even though, but KCP's agents Rich Paul. Maybe then maybe it's not, dude. Jabari Parker agreed to a maybe two they're year. Not, maybe they're not getting AD. <laughs> wow, that's 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 funny. We want AD. I'm not gonna get him. Okay, we'll go to um, Jabari Parker. Wait a minute, what? That's that's opposite sides of the spectrum. Terrible, terrible season, terrible first season with the Bulls. Two like years, god awful, terrible. Signed a two-year, forty million dollar deal, but I believe that only one of those years is like guaranteed, so they can like cut him for nothing. Yeah, I mean they they've been looking to trade him too. I'm pretty sure the Bulls have. Hmm. But yeah, that. I mean, there's there's yeah. 
That really stu- that that news you gave me just stop us in our tracks because that makes no goddamn sense. I mean, there's 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 other stuff. Um, what you will call it? Wesley Matthews getting bought out, or hopefully getting to get bought out. There's that. Yeah. Um, the Warriors are in the mix. They're a team eyeing him. Don't think that happens. Yeah, he has to be bought out. That happens. Yeah, he has to be bought out. Um, but I don't have anything else to say. I mean, everything was put out there. We have one more thing in the basketball news segment if you want to talk about it. Hmm. Oh, do the Spurs have a bat problem? Yes, do the Spurs have a bat problem? Yes, yeah, so tell them the story. For those who don't know, I believe back in 2008 or something, they once had a bat fly through the arena during the game. So Manny Ginobili had to go out and hit it down and knock it down so they could take care of it. So then, the last two, I think the last two home games it has been, bats have flown into this into the arena during play. There's been the last two home games? I thought it was just this last game. No, I, th- I think it happened before that, too. Really? Yeah, it happened before that. It doesn't say... I'm not sure it's just two games in a row, or like two out of the three or something like that. I don't know. But again, yesterday they had a bat fly through the arena. Now, really? the, now the video is funny. You have to go on. You have to go on Twitter or YouTube and type in Spurs mascot, Spurs mascot, and bat, and you see this video where like it's like six to two in the first quarter. His bat comes. All the all the players are scared because you never know. It could have rabies. They don't want to get bit by it. So they're like they're trying to throw like, I believe. LaMarcus Aldridge threw, like, a basketball at it. Some players out on the bench were throwing Yeah, leaves. some of us were running to the bench, yeah. Some of them, like, throwing their towels at it. And no one could, like, some other people have, like, nets and stuff. No one could get it. Except for the mascot. What? The mascot yes, came. Yes, yes, yes. The mascot came and got got the job done. He basically shot tell, out of nowhere. Tell, tell, tell the listeners what he was wearing, which is pretty funny. I believe he was wearing a Batman suit. He was wearing a Batman suit. <laughs> which, which does this to me. Which makes me wonder. Did they do that on purpose so the mascot could be a hero wearing his Batman suit? I think they did. I mean, because the video is funny. Like, it's tough to explain like exactly. But the guy, the mascot like jumped out at first, didn't get it. Got up, jumped down again, caught it in the uh, net. You, know, you see on the bench, like all the coaches laughing. Even Greg Popovich laughed, which means yeah, I saw his face. Yes. Yeah, which means if Greg Popovich, Popovich laughs, it's probably the funniest thing ever. It was funny to watch. So I expect I not expect I incline you to go watch that video and have a good laugh because it's funny. Very funny. Yes, very very funny. All right, I think that's the end of our, this the end of our podcast. Um, anything else yeah. happened this weekend? Uh, I don't think anything else happened this weekend. I think that's the end of our podcast. Oh, I remember what happened. What? What happened? Oh yeah, there was a game yesterday. Big game. I don't. How big? What's it called? Oh, what is it? What is it called? Super Bowl? Oh, yes. Super Bowl happened, apparently. Right. Yeah, yeah. That game happened yesterday. Yes, 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 yes. For those who don't know, it was Super Bowl 
Sunday yesterday. Should be Super Bowl uh, Saturday. Patriots but... and the Rams went at it at 3.30 in the afternoon. Um, it's a little context. We said in our last podcast, but I'll say it again. I think that Jake likes to do that. The over-under for this game was 56.5. The point spread was for the Patriots' favorites. Minus 2.5. you want to tell them the score of the game, Jake? Yeah, I'll get on that. So, yeah, um... <laughs> Yeah, so the under was way under. The score was 13-3, to and the Patriots won. No, I'm not... Wait, let me repeat that. The score, after the game, the game, the game, not the first quarter, not halftime, the game, the game. The game. Say it again. The game. The game. Patriots 13, Rams 3. That was the final final score. score. That was the final score. The worst... Super Bowl of all time. There's no other... I don't think there's ever been a Super Bowl that bad. Seahawks, Broncos. At least that game had points in it. This game had nothing. 16 points? We should have been... It should, oh. Seahawks, Broncos were like 43-6, I think. That game was bad. This game was worse. So I expected this to be I I kinda expected the Seahawks to win that game by a lot, actually. This I game didn't. this game Jesus. I thought I thought there was gonna be offense, like thirty points each, but no, sixteen. Yeah, let let's let's go back and let me read some of our listeners' score predictions for this game. And a lot of it was nowhere near close. That's what the score was. All right. What was the score again? 13-3? 13-3. Swin had it 34-24 Patriots. Revis had it third, Rams 30-27. Justin predicted on the pod. Uh, he had the Patriots winning 27-21. Guilf had it Patriots 31-28. A lot of these scores are starting with... With either a three or a two, and some people had it forty to something. <laughs> nope. Rocky had it. Uh, Rocky had it forty-one thirty-eight, and this game Oof. was just nowhere near to that caliber at all. No, it was not. It was. Um, yeah, the, the score was uh, thirteen to three, like we said. Um, there was absolutely no scoring in the first quarter. A lot of defense. There was an interception. There was also a missed field goal in the first quarter. Um, after the first, I thought the teams were finally going to collect themselves and finally, obviously, start scoring. But that didn't happen. No, it did not. Um, the <clears throat> halftime score was 3-0. <laughs> um, what a joke. Uh, let me read up some stats for everybody. Um, Tom Brady went uh, 21 for 35, had 262 yards. He was inter- he did not throw a touchdown. He was intercepted once, and he was sacked once for the first time in this playoffs. Wow. He was not sacked once against the Chargers. was not sacked once against the Chiefs. For the first time in the Super Bowl, he was sacked. Um, Sonny Michel had 18 rushes, 94 yards. He scored the only touchdown in this game. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, 
Julian Edelman, the MVP of the Super Bowl, had 10 receptions, 141 yards. We'll talk about him more later. Yes. Um, Stephen Gilmore, cornerback for the Patriots, had five total tackles, had pretty much the game-winning interception, which had the Patriots be able to drive down and uh, kick that field goal to make it uh, 13-3. Um, that was when they they hadn't blitzed the entire game until that moment in time on that play where they went cover zero. Hmm. And Jared Goff just threw it off his back foot and the ball just just didn't make it far enough to Brandon Cooks and it was obviously intercepted. That was a bad That's throw. That's what happened. That was a bad that was throw. The, it was a bad throw. It was a bad throw. It was, it was not a good throw at all. No, it wasn't. Um, there was also that one play I don't. Was it in the second half or in the first half where Redkits was like wide open in the end zone, right? Right. And Jason McCourty just came from. If you're looking at the um, obviously, if you're the quarterback, if you're looking at the end zone, Jason McCourty is on the right sideline, and this throw was right beneath the uprights. Jason McCourty had to run like 25 yards to strip Brandon Cooks from this touchdown. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. That was like great defensive effort there. But yeah, that also happened. So Bennett Cooks targeted twice, data red zone. Um, no one got into the red zone until the fourth quarter. I'm pretty sure that's what it was, right? It was something so. like that. Yeah. Um, me and Jake were talking about before the pod. The over under for total punts in the game for Bavada was what, seven, right? Right. I'm pretty sure the Rams. Punted eight straight on every one of their first on their possessions. Yeah, they did. Jesus Christ! So I mean, if you bet that over, good for you. Yeah, gr- congrats for you. That's great, actually. Yeah, <laughs> congrats for you. Uh, Dante Hightower, their linebacker, had two sacks this game. Uh, Van Noy, the other linebacker, had three total tackles and also had one sack. Uh, moving on to uh, the Rams stats, Jared Goff. Threw it 38 times, only completed 19 of those throws. He was he threw for 229 yards, threw one interception, sacked four times this game. Todd Gurley, pedestrian knife to the guy. Again, only 10 rushes. Again, that's that's two. That's like he had a big game against the Cowboys. That was it. Even then, was he healthy then? I don't think so. See, that's the thing, dude, right? Was he healthy? Was he, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the guy's problem is. I, I, I don't know what happened. Obviously, he didn't play week 16 and 17. He hurt his knee, I think, week 15 or something like that. He didn't play those two games. They had a bye, right? I'm pretty sure they had a bye. Yeah, they did. They had a bye. They played the Cowboys. That's when both him and CJ Anderson rushed for 100-plus yards. So I'm pretty sure they were. He was good that game. Right. Yeah. They go and play the Saints. He's in there in the first drive. He obviously he had a, a like a dump off to him. He mishandled it, got it intercepted. The Rams still win that game, but he only had five total touches that game. People were speculating he was hurt or they benched him. What's his problem? And again, he comes into the Super Bowl. I mean. I thought he was going to go off. But obviously he didn't. He only had 10 rushes for 35 yards. Um, Brandon Cooks had a big night. I mean, aside from 
uh, dropping the touchdown. I mean, not necessarily dropping, but he got stripped. He should have had a hold on to the ball. But he had eight receptions, 120 yards. Robert Woods had five receptions, 70 yards. Uh, Greg DeLake had had a 53-yard field goal. The only points for the Rams only scored three points. Hmm. Uh, Littleton, their linebacker, had 10 total tackles, and he had the interception on the first drive for the Patriots, which was like, I was like, holy shit. Not good, but it's kind of dope. Um, but yeah, that's that's really it. I mean, um, those were all the stats, obviously. But there are things that we're going to talk about. I mean, like like we were talking about, like Todd Gurley. What the fuck is wrong with the guy? Uh, no idea. What do you, do you like? I don't know. Like, we really don't know. He looked healthy in that commercial, though. <laughs> yeah, he was running the ball all over. Yeah, he's running. Yeah. He was running fine in that game. I mean, yeah, man. Like, I mean, I don't know. The guy rushed for 17 touchdowns this year. He was second in the league in rushing. He still he he still missed two games. I don't know. I I just don't know what happened to the guy. I felt kind of feel bad. Yeah, I felt bad for him. Like he, it was not. Yeah, it was not the greatest. Yeah, and Stomach Bay's offense is is like purely. They were even singing in the game. They're like a they're they're pretty somewhat hungry team. And once they have that run game established, that's when they pull the play action. That's when you know Brennan Cooks, Robert Woods, uh, and all them other guys are going to be able to get open and obviously uh, score forty plus that they've been doing this whole entire regular season. But towards the end of the season, they were just um, not putting that they were not producing the exact same that they were. Yeah. Yeah, it was just. Just a weird game. Like, one of the weirdest games I've seen in a while. Yeah. Obviously, it just wasn't his fault, but, I mean, Goff didn't play well at all either. He was, like, like I asked last week, is, is Goff going to play soft and timid? And look at that. He so, he, he kind of did. Um, what I have written down here is that Goff didn't send it, and he didn't. No, he didn't send anything. Yeah, he didn't send anything. Uh, sacked four times. Uh, he he kind of instead of moving up into the pocket, he was going lateral, and I didn't think that was a really good idea. The Patriots did a really good job uh, stopping that. Getting yeah, just getting pressure in his face, even with just four rushers, not four or three rushers, they were getting to him. Yeah, it just was not. It just was not good at all. It was not their night. Um, it was not their night. Yeah, it just was not their night at all. Um, obviously after the game, the Rams players are going to be, you know, obviously sad. They lost the Super Bowl, but I felt like one player went a little too overboard, even though some of it, it is true. I am going to agree. It's all true. (laughs) It is true. It is true. But I mean, after a loss like this, is that what the best thing to say? Andrew with uh, Whitworth, their offensive tackle, uh, left tackle to be, to be more specific said, after the game, I'm pretty sure this is what he said. He said, we're all going to die in the end. After being asked how he felt after the loss. That's what he mm-hmm. said. Dark. What are your thoughts on that? Dark. What, is, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very dark. I think it's I'm very dark. And I posted on our Instagram on the BA podcast that I said, chill out, maybe? Because, I mean, come on. Calm like, down. <laughs> it's not that serious. <laughs> Like, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, obviously, 
It is serious. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's the, you know the biggest stage in football. I mean, it's Super Bowl, right? But yeah. I mean, but Jesus. do you really have to go to that? Like, I mean, the answer is no. <laughs> you did not <laughs> yeah, have to go like, that far. You don't have to go there. No, you don't. It was funny though, but you don't need to go that far. It's basketball. You don't have to go that far at all. Yeah, it's, it's basketball. It's chill out. It's not. <laughs> I mean, it was... Did you say it's, it's basketball? I mean, oh fuck, it's football. I'm thinking about basketball. <laughs> My bad. But I mean, you, you gave him some slack because you said he came from the Bengals, so I mean. Yeah, I mean, he's used to being depressed and wanting to kill himself after playing for that organization. Oh, Jesus Christ. Organization. Not good. Not good, but yeah. Um, oh, my, my chair. Obviously, God. Uh, even Sean McVay said it himself. He was out coached. Oh, yeah, he was definitely out coached. Which, which, which uh, I 100% agree. Uh, obviously, Wade Phillips did his part with the defense. Only only 13 points? I mean, I field so. position battle? I mean, it was all over the place. It wasn't his fault. Wade Phillips, I mean, it was... 13 points? Jeez, God. Great job. Yeah, let's try a little bit there, offense, huh? Yeah, jeez, man. They're, they're known for scoring 40. I mean, Wake Phillips did his job. Brian Flores for the Patriots also did his job. Three points? Jesus. No no wonder why he's getting a, a head coaching position somewhere. Good for him. Yeah, that's good for him. But I mean, like, obviously McVay has been, like, the biggest... Head coach and star this season, right? Right. All, every, like, Obviously, I mean, yeah. There was this, the, 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 the running joke was, you know Sean McVay? You're getting hired. You're getting hired. The backup, like the, yeah, you're getting, the homie back coach, he's going to get a job offer soon. Yeah, I, that's what I put on my Twitter. I was like, <laughs> this guy's going to have a big job in the NFL soon. From like the fucking, like some um, random team. I mean, uh, I mean, even their, their, uh, their, their quarterback coach got hired today, Zach officially. Zach Taylor got hired. Uh, he's going to be the head coach of the Bengals. And after this Super Bowl performance, wouldn't you be a little worried about you choosing uh, this guy? Not really. Because we, we saw that of Shanahan. Like, people are like, oh, are you sure you want to hire him? I'm like, yeah, we're sure. And it's actually kind of worked out. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know a lot about uh, Zach Taylor. I know nothing um, about Zach Taylor. <laughs> I mean, obviously, he, he was just a quarterback's coach. That was it. I mean, yeah. Obviously, I mean, obviously, that's like your, the way you work up. You do, you know, variety of positions as a coach. You become uh, an assistant. You become a quality control coach or something like that. You uh, you gain the trust of people who will hire you as a as an offensive coordinator. Off, hire you as a defensive coordinator, and that's you know where you make your. Your money, but this guy was just their quarterbacks coach, you know. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. He could have been. He could have been assistant to a passing game or a running game or anything like that. But he was just. I'm. I'm pretty sure his only title was QB coach. And Jared Goff did not send it in the Super Bowl. No, Jared Goff did not send. No, he did not. Yeah. So what's the, what's the opposite of send? We'll see how it pans out. <laughs> what's the opposite of send it? That's what Jared Goff did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was the opposite. Yeah. Um. He's definitely not gonna get a BA podcast shirt. That's no. for sure. Well, I mean, if he asked for one, I, he'd probably get one. But yeah, I mean, if he asked, but I mean, we're not gonna send it to the guy. No, because he didn't send it in the Super Bowl. But I mean, yeah, I mean, he's moving on from the Rams. He's gonna go to the Bengals, and he's gonna be the head coach for the Bengals and have their quarterback be Andy Dalton. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's great for him. Andy Dalton. Great. Good, uh, <laughs> good luck to Zach Taylor. Poor guy. Well, we'll see. Poor guy. Uh, I mean, obviously, even Brian Flores is going to the Dolphins. Uh, I, as I said would happen because of my report. Yeah, as, as, as the BA podcast per source Jake has said. Yes. Um, we'll see. Maybe Ryan Tannehill, maybe they move on. Maybe they uh, a little Kyler Murray action. Maybe a little trade up in the draft. We'll see. Yeah, they have options. We'll see how it goes. They do have options. Yeah, exactly. They do have options. And we're, we're, we're getting excited for that time. So it's almost that time. The free agency the starts before, next but, month. Um, yes, yes. March. Yep. The, March 13th. Uh, the, um, Combine starts, I believe, February 26th or something? Yeah. Like the end of February. Yeah, end of February. And then obviously, free agency. And then the first week of April is the draft. But yeah. Yeah, it's um, coming close. Let's move on to like one of the biggest things that happened after the Super Bowl. People were putting it out there for it to be heard was the Julian Edelman getting Hall of Fame talk. Oh, Jesus. Let's 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 calm Hall down. Let's calm down on let's let's just calm down on him being Hall. Let, let me let me let me read the stuff I put down, and I want to hear your thoughts because you seem heated at the beginning before we even started the pod. All right. I'm heated about this Julian Edelman. All right, here, here. Take. He's a he's a three time Super Bowl champion. All right. Good. Okay. You gotta put it out there. That he's helps. Three time Super Bowl champion. He was Super Bowl champion. He's super, he was Super Bowl MVP yesterday. But now here's where it gets a, here's where now, it yeah, ends. here's where it gets iffy, all right? This, I mean three Super Bowls, wow. Great. Super Bowl MVP, wow. Great for you. Helps. Help that helps a lot, yes. Precisely, yes, exactly. Here we go. Only two years with over a thousand yards, all right? That was in twenty thirteen and twenty sixteen. Only oh, that's that's wrong. Only oh sorry, not yard catch. Only one hundred Catch season. That's yes. when he. That was in 2013. The most TDs he has ever had in a season was seven. He's already a nine-year veteran. He's not. He has not been to one Pro Bowl, and he has not been named an All-Pro in all his nine seasons in the NFL. Yeah, he's not a Hall of Famer. But people are saying he should get a nod. Uh, what? Th- there's this great stat. I'm trying to find it now. So if you can, you know, yeah, help yeah. me no, stole. I can't. I can't. I was reading the Twitter thread yesterday, and people were trying to make the case for what he's done in the regular season, which is and uh, excuse me, not the regular season, in the postseason, which is great. I think he's second in catches in all of postseason, behind Jerry Rice. Um, but I mean. Really? I mean, a Hall of Fame? People are trying to talk him into the Hall of Fame? You know what you need to do to become a Hall of Famer? You need to have, like, at least five-plus Pro Bowls, like, two to to four All-Pros. You have to be high up in passing yards, receiving yards, rushing yards, interceptions, tackles, something. You have to be up in the top ten, up in the top fifteen. Those kind of records or stats, but he's not. He's not. I'm gonna read you guys his. I'm gonna read you guys his uh, stats that he has as of right now. His stats, his in the whole entire career. All right, his whole entire career. All right. 
All right. He he has 499 receptions, 5,390 yards. His average is 10 yards a catch, and his long longest catch ever was 77 yards, and he only has 30 total TDs. All right. I'm going to look up. Receivers in the Hall of Fame. Bobby Sears in the Hall of Fame. All right. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to find. Where the fuck? Where the fuck is Wikipedia? Where the fuck is Wikipedia? It's on the internet. Top twenty receivers, Pro Football Hall of Fame official site. James... I'm gonna read some of these guys. I'm gonna read. What was that noise? That was my chair. <laughs> oh, okay. What the hell? Michael Irvin. Yes, Hall of Famer. All right. You want to guess how many yards he has? Ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. He has eleven thousand yards. Oh, nice. Cool. Sixty-five touchdowns. Let's just go to the top, alright? I'm just, just go to the fucking top, alright? Fuck it. Let's just go to the fucking top, alright? Jerry Rice has been in the league was was in the league for twenty years. Long time. Okay? A long fucking time, alright? He has twenty two thousand eight hundred and ninety five receiving yards. And a hundred and ninety seven touchdowns. That's what it gets. That's what it takes to get in the Super Bowl and be a number one receiver in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I have an even better right. stat for you. I have a better stat. Here's the stat. If I can find it. Here's the stat. Julian Edelman I'm ranks sorry. Julian Edelman ranks 248th in NFL history with 5,290 yards. How many? What number? 48th? 200th. 248. Oh, Brandon LaFell has more yards receiving than him. Is Brandon LaFell a Hall of Famer? No. Absolutely not. How many, how many, how many catches does he have? I believe it's... In his career? 499, 499. Right? 499. Jerry Rice has 1,549 I think Wes Welker in four years had more catches than Julian Edelman had. Jesus fucking Christ. Alright? That's that, that that's the that's the highest standard you can be, right? Let's just go down, let's go to the twentieth. Keyshawn Johnson's in the Hall of Fame. For those who hear that noise in the background, it's my uh garage door opening. Someone's home. Michael Urban only played twelve years in the NFL, did you know that? Really? Yeah. I thought he played more. He only played twelve years in the NFL. Hmm. Wow, I did not know that until right now. 12 years. Holy shit. Yeah, that's crazy. He still had 750 catches. I mean, obviously, obviously, Julian Edelman's career is, I mean, he's 33 years old, all right? He's a nine-year vet already. He can still go for another five years if he wanted to. I don't know. But will his quality of play go up or down? That's the, that's the big question. He's not a Hall of Famer. He, he's he obviously um, was actually suspended. Was it this year? 
Yeah, he's spending this year for PEDs already. He got he got caught for using PEDs. He's spending four games. He, had only, he only he, I mean, granted, he had an 850 yard season this year. Not bad, but I mean, you're using PEDs. God, God, come on. Yeah, he's not a Hall of Famer, but yeah, uh, he is. He is not a Hall of Famer. I've been sitting down for Sorry. so long that my <laughs> Whew, I need to stretch. Yeah, go ahead. Stand up. Do your thing. Oh. But I mean, no, dude. He's. I cannot believe. It's obviously mostly Patriots fans who are saying that he's going to be a Hall of Famer, which is dumb. Yeah, I hate Patriots. All right, Damn. which is really, really dumb. Okay, Robert Ori has six rings. Seven. He's not a Hall of Famer. He has seven. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, he, he has seven. He is not a Hall of Famer, though. No. Well, he, he, he's known for hitting. He, you can make the you can make the case. Basketball is yeah, different, he, though. Basketball is different. Basketball is different. Yeah, basketball is different. You because it's not it's not the NBA can. Hall of Fame. It's the. This is the NFL. Yeah. Yes. I mean, people can argue that Terrell Davis didn't play a long career, but he was elite though for like four. He was matters. he was elite for like five years. Yeah. It was, and he was. I mean, people can even make the case for Patrick Wilson this this upcoming year. Nine-year vet, right? should make it. But, 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 nine, eight Pro Bowls, okay? Six-time All-Pro, all right? Yeah, he has... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He has the accolades that warrant. He has that, yeah, exactly. He has the accolades to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I mean, you can say maybe not a first ballot. I mean, shit, I'd say first ballot. Shit, I'm biased. Yeah, he probably, yeah, he should be, but I think he's going to probably not get in until, like, year three or four. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll read it right here. Patrick Willis. I mean, just just to they, – they, they both played nine years in the NFL, all right? This is a perfect example just because it's coming up. He's he, he His first year of eligibility is this coming next year, all right? Patrick Willis, seven-time Pro Bowler from 2007-2013. Five-team, first-team All-Pro. 2007 and then 2009 to 2012. Wasn't he a second team All Pro? Yeah. 2008, Pro Football All Rookie Team. 2007, Buckus Award Pro. 2009, NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. 2007, and College Buckus Award. 2006, in College, two-time first team All American. 2005-2006, two-time first team All SEC. 2005-2006, obviously. Julian Elliman, great underdog story. I love to hear it. Didn't have a lot of offers calling me out of college. Is from the Bay Area, Redwood City to be exact. Went to Kent State, was playing quarterback. Not even receiver. Nothing he plays in the NFL right now. Great story. I love it, Julian Elliman. You are clutching the end, your end of the postseason when it needs to be. You were, you're a Super Bowl MVP. You've won three rings. But I mean... You're not a pro football Hall of Famer in my eyes. No. No. I am sorry to say. Now, if he wins, let's say he wins, if he wins five rings, makes a pro, like three Pro Bowl teams, breaks the all time postseason record for catches, then maybe. But now, no. Maybe. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. Okay. Let's say he has five more years. Okay. Not, mm, God, dude, that's so hard to say because he's already 33. But I mean, obviously, Jerry did it for 20 years. But is he the likes of Jerry Rice? No, the fuck. No, obviously not, 
right? Is he the likes of Antonio Brown in this league? No, he's not. Is he the likes of Julio Jones in this league? No, he's not. Is he the likes of OBJ in this league? No, he's not. Right? But I mean, if if he makes the Pro Bowl the next four to three three to four years, breaks Jerry Rice's all time uh, receptions in the postseason, um, does something even more crazy. I don't know. Has a uh, Four straight thousand yard receivers. Oh, um, excuse me. Uh, receive uh, receiving uh, years. Then shit. Maybe not a first ball Hall of Famer. Obviously, I mean, tons of people have waited their whole entire career. There's been many cases where people have passed away and made into the Hall of Fame. But I mean, in my eyes, as of right now, Julian Edelman is not a Pro Bowl Pro. Football Hall of Famer. Wes Welker has a better chance than Julian Edelman. Yeah, shit. Let's what what what? Let's look at Wes Welker's stuff. He's the best slot receiver of all time. He changed the game, like how it's played. He yeah. I was just I was hundred percent agree with what you're saying. Now every little white, every small white receiver gets compared to Wes Welker. And look at that. Look, I mean, look at that. Julian Edelman is the one who replaced Wes Welker. All right. But this is this is this is Wes Walker's um, stats right here. Career highlights and awards: five-time Pro Bowler from 2008 to 2012, two-time first-team All-Pro 2009-2011, two-time second-team All-Pro 2007-2008, three-time NFL reception leaders 2007-2009-2011. He has the record for the 99 for the longest uh, reception in NFL history: 99-yard reception. In college, she was uh, the Mosey Tatupu Award. I don't know what that is, actually, to be honest. Then he was a, he was a, a two-time first-time All-Big 12. In the NFL, he has 903 receptions, 9,924 receiving yards, 11 uh, yards per catch, and 50 receiving touchdowns. All right, that doesn't that doesn't stat Julian Edelman's. Not even close. Not even close. He has a little more than half more than Julian Edelman right now. He has like 400 more catches and 20 more touchdowns. Yeah. And we, we can just end it with he's not a Hall of Famer. But Wes Walker? He's just not a Hall of Famer. He's not. He's just not. Nope. Sorry. I, I, just, I just can't. I just can't. Yeah. We're moving on to our last topic. Because, Jesus, this is the longest thing. <laughs> Fucking Christ. This next one's going to be hard, too. I mean, we can not even say all this stuff, but I mean... We can answer, it, we can answer in one We can answer it in one word. I'm going to say something important, though. Is Tom Brady the GOAT? Here's is my response. Yes. That's all I have on the topic. Six-time six Pro Bowl champion. Four-time Super Bowl Three-time NFL Most Valuable Player. Fourteen Pro Bowlers. Three-time, three-first-team All-Pro. Two-time second-team All-Pro. Two-time NFL Offensive Player of the Year. NFL Comeback Player of the Year in 2009. Three-time NFL Passing Yards Leader. Four-time NFL Passing Touchdowns Leader. Best touchdown to interception ratio. 28-2. to Most games won by the quarterback. 
most Super Bowl appearances nine, most Super Bowls won six, most Super Bowl MVPs four. Granted, people will have will have an argument that he's not. Like I mean, you can say like Drew Brees, right? Is one name that you can say. You can say Aaron Rodgers is another one. But this guy, Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady's the goat for me. I mean, I might not like the guy, but holy shit. The guy just wins. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's, probably, he's the best winner of all time in the NFL. Yeah, you're not lying, dude. Man. But I mean, like, come on. Yeah, that's all I have. That's all I have to say. I mean, I, I read it out to you guys. I mean, you can make the speculation. We'll put it out. On, we'll put out a poll, and we'll talk about it next podcast. But Jesus Christ! Yes. Yep. I think that's do you all want to we do have. This last segment? I don't feel like doing it at all. No, I'm done with. I'm yeah, done. we had a segment, but we're not going to do it because it's, it's it's not worthy. This podcast is over. Um, thank you for listening to the BA podcast. Uh, listen to it. Tell your friends. Rate, review, subscribe. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram on the BA podcast. Uh, run the podcast out. It's your co-host, James, with Jake. Have a nice Monday. See ya.